Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of SB to MD. Today, we're joined by Alex and Frankie to talk about the 15 activities on the medical school application. This list of activities functions as your resume for medical school and is a very important part of portraying yourself as a well-rounded applicant. They take us through the best activities to include, which items set them apart, and how to stand out amongst other applicants. So grab your headphones and let's jump in. Is it better to have all 15 activities or should you just include the significant ones? Is it quality or quantity based? So I want to say it is quality based. I believe I didn't do all 15. You don't want to do just 15 just to fill up with fluff. Also in your 15, I would really recommend you pick one hobby or two hobbies and include that. If I remember my 15 correctly, I believe I put that I loved yoga or something like that, just so that they can see that you're a human being and you, you're well-rounded and you're not only focusing on you know, schoolwork, academic commitments, clubs and stuff like that, but you also have something that you do, like a hobby for yourself so that they know that you don't study all the time. And obviously in med school, that's super important because you very easily get burnt out if you don't have anything that you could kind of come to and just have it to be your hobby. So my take on the quantity versus quality is to have as much quantity as possible without forcing things to be into the 15, but making sure that you definitely treat quality as like the most important factor. When I was in college, I think the best advice I got was if this is something that you'll care about in a few years or that you'll remember in a few years, it's definitely something to include. However, you do not need to put all 15 activities. So don't be putting like random, like, oh, I did this one week little volunteer thing that I never participated in again and never really followed up with the organization ever again. I did it for a week. And so I can put it as like a 40 hour volunteer service on my application. That is not something that you want to put on as an activity. You could even spend less time as a total unit thing, but you consistently were like following throughout like, oh, I did this weekly where I would spend an hour weekly doing this activity. That's more important because it shows that you were consistently dedicated to that activity rather than like, oh, I did this like one week activity my freshman year that I did for like 40 hours. And you know that probably counts towards something. So when you're considering what to include and not to include, consider like continuity, consistency, duration in terms of how many years or how many semesters you might have done this activity or extracurricular, those kinds of things. So you're not forcing, you know, 15 activities. You're saying, all right, I have like 11 or 12 really good activities and maybe like one award that could or could not be included. That way you're not like throwing in random things just to say, oh, I got 15. You know, that's what they're looking for. They're looking for all 15. I didn't do all 15. I'm in med school. We're fine. 15 slots for many is not a lot of space to summarize all you have done to prepare for medical school. Um, if someone does run into the problem of how many having too many activities, how do you narrow down the activities you participated in for your application? So for some students, that is a difficult decision, trying to figure out whether or not these 15 things are important. What if I publish two papers? Shouldn't I include each paper as its own activity? I see where you're going. 
the issue with these 15 is trying to make yourself look like a well-rounded, well-balanced student. So the way that I approached it is making sure I put any extracurriculars that I was a part of that were like really important to me because each student can pick their three top choices that were like the most important while you were in college. But making sure that you're making yourself look well-rounded, whether or not you had a job on campus, all right, make sure you put that you had a job. You played a sport on campus, making sure you played a sport. Again, you're not trying to check off boxes per se when you're applying to medical school, but you really do want to make sure that you're giving yourself as robust of an application as possible. If you did your research, include the research. If you publish two papers and you're con like you're considering like having to cut down on things because you might have like 18 activities, maybe you could include both papers in one topic and then make it your most important one so that you can write a longer essay about it. And that way you can still talk about both papers, still make it an important part because yeah, if you publish two papers and research is definitely an important aspect of your college curriculum, but that way you're not just kind of like running out of space and then leaving out potentially an important object or an important um, topic that could have really taken up that 15th slot if you're really running out of space. Especially for those students listening that the gap years like I did, you may end up realizing that like, oh yeah, well like I, work jobs after the fact and you really do want to include those gap year activities because med schools will often look and see all right well what did you do for two years you just sit on the couch at home studying for your mcad and then applied like that's not great we don't want students who don't really commit themselves to medical school in between college and actually uh, matriculating so you definitely want to find room to include those activities so that's how I would do it. I would make sure that I'm like giving myself one or two options in each of like the major realms of extracurriculars or volunteering or jobs or awards that I've won or research that I've done and then trying to condense things if necessary. So as a small little example, for my application, I had actually won a few awards upon graduating. And so I combined all of those into like one entry and just described them and oh, this is the award given to XYZ student. This is the award given to that student, that kind of thing. So it's an easy way to try to condense things that are still important, but that way you're not running out of space with like, you know, three awards that could have taken up your research slot or something. So basically, you know, if you have 15 activities and you're choosing which ones you want, pick the ones that give you the maximum things that you can basically show. I will give my example. I was a paramedic working about six different volunteer agencies. I did not put six of them because it just didn't make sense because I did basically the same thing in each one. Obviously, if you're getting a letter recommendation from one of those activities, definitely put those on. The ones that you really meant something to you and you got something out, right? If you did an activity that was insignificant and you got nothing out, there's really no purpose in in using that. So maximize and really plan which are your 15 that you're going to use. And obviously, you know, don't make stuff out up about 15 because sometimes medical schools can check. And also, if you go into the interview, you you really do have to know your 15 activities because admissions, um, they will ask you about your activities for sure. So for some pre-med students, the activity section is too small to fit everything they have done, while for others it may seem too large. What is the state of limitations on activities? Do you only put in activities from undergrad? When does that cut off? So 
as I mentioned earlier, continuity, consistency, things like that, it is perfectly acceptable to put high school activities so long as you continued or did some sort of aspect of it in college or if it was that important to your application now. Because I will say that there are probably some students out there that in high school were already doing research, may have been a co-author on a publication or did some research, like did like an internship at NIH or something over the summer. That would definitely be something that you can consider including because you're now showing an interest in medicine that early in your career. You know, you're still 17 years old and you're already doing an internship at, you know, some major, maybe you're doing it with WHO or the CDC, things like that. Um, and then now you're saying, all right, now I want to apply. You can include those things. Those are fine. But, and this is where I put the but, make sure that it's something that's super important to your application or that you continued while you were in college. So if you did something, an internship over the summer, and then while like in senior year of high school or something, and then while you were in college, you maybe continued, wrote a paper with that. That's definitely something you say, yeah, like I started it while I was in high school, but I continued while I was in college. Do not include something like, oh, I started this organization at my local high school. That's like a volunteer service. I understand that's great, but that fits more as like your college application and not so much as your medical school application. Again, unless you continued it while you were in college and you were like expanding it maybe or like still working with your local high school to continue this, that's fine. But if it's something that you really started and ended while you were in high school and it's not one of those significant activities I mentioned before, it's probably not worth considering towards your medical school application. Because again, as we mentioned, like there's only so many slots. So you don't want to be including you know, random things you did in high school as like, this is who I am as a college level applicant for medical school. But at the same time, you do want to make yourself look like the best applicant. So trying to filter out like, okay, I did this high school activity, but it's not really, it's not really worth anymore. For example, some high schools will give out awards that at the high school level or the participation trophy type thing. And it's not at the college level anymore. So it's not something worth considering putting. Again, just to reiterate, when you're considering which things to include, which not to include, and if you're thinking about high school activities, things like that, only include them if they were super important towards your medical school application. Like, this is who I am as an applicant. This is my background. This is why I am so interested in medicine. And then really from there, all of your activities and extracurriculars and things like that should really only be from a college focus. So anything you did from your first year of college on, including your gap years, make sure you're including anything during your gap years, but those would be the most important things to include. So Mackenzie, that's a really good question. I would say, let's say in high school, you were, you know, your name was on a paper, that's significant, right? You know, maybe if you volunteered at, you know, your local hospital in high school, that might not be the thing you might want to, you know, put on there. But if it was significant, maybe. But I think it needs to be, you know, in depth. You know, if you shadowed a physician for two hours, that's probably not something that you want to put. So something more significant, you know, and maximize that your one space that you can fit that one activity. Make sure that every word that you write about that activity means something. You want to show what you did during that activity and what you gained out of it versus just writing about it. Make it more like meaningful in terms of how you write that activity shows a lot to the admissions committee. 
Talking about your personal experience with the activity section, what were the activities you felt really stood out on your application? Maybe any that were talked about in interviews? Yes. So I definitely remember being a paramedic was definitely that because I obviously did significant amount of hours. I think being a part of a research program was another significant part of that. The volunteer wasn't really spoken about, but I would say being a paramedic and doing research because those were the two major components that I took quite a lot of time during my gap years doing. So obviously those were the activities that were heavily discussed, but also a few other research, smaller research programs that I did in the past. Volunteering at Stony Brook came up and then my teaching at Stony Brook as a TA did come up. So definitely talked about those. I made them very relevant. So TAing for Stony Brook, obviously that is like teaching somebody something, right? So in a way that's going to help me in the future when I have to teach my patients. Like for example, you know, if I have a patient who had a stroke now, okay, let's talk. What are the prevention that we're going to take to prevent you from having a stroke and really teaching the patient balanced diet, everything like that. That's something that is going to be tied into medicine. And so those are the activities that you kind of want to portray on your application. Yeah, so I'll mention Quidditch because I really want to come back and talk about it. But on my application, I really tried focusing on things that would help me stand out as being like important to my personality. Sure, like you really want to make sure that you're still checking off. And I know we're not really using the term checking off boxes, but you want to make sure that you're including as much background information as possible. Did you do research? All right, good. Did you work a job? All right, include that, that kind of thing. But um, a couple of the things that I really wanted to include were the fact that I played Quidditch in college because then everyone's like, oh, Quidditch, like the Harry Potter sport. It's a very easy topic to get someone to like ask why you played Quidditch in college and then like you can just I can just talk about it for like 30 minutes on end and it's a really good way to get your interviewer to be on page with you oftentimes they'll have to say okay okay let's keep going to the next topic because they get so intrigued they'll ask you like three or four follow-up questions about the all the different parts of what you were doing and I know that not every school has you know these kinds of different activities or curriculars but everyone has that piece of their application that really helps them stand out as like a oh you, you did this Another thing I like to mention was the job that I worked was a cleaning service on campus. And so like it was a very hardworking job. All my coworkers were down to earth and I really enjoyed the job. And one of the big things that would stand out is like how many hours we would put in in the week sometimes. And, um, we'd be working like 6 or 7 a.m. until like 9 p.m. sometimes. And so it'd be like a super long day and you do that maybe six days a week. Uh, depending on the schedule. And so that'd be another thing that would be very easy for me to talk about because it taught me work ethic. It taught me being able to like stay up, you know, long periods of time, getting hard work done and really being part of a team, things like that. And also being a leader because eventually I grew to the ranks of like a captain in that organization. So all of these things were things that I really made sure to include in my 15 topics because they help me stand out because not every school has jobs like that. A lot of schools have jobs where you know, you're kind of working in the library and you're kind of just like sitting there making sure students aren't going to at each other or something like Quidditch where it's just like that weird subject where like people are like, really? The Harry Potter sport? It really helps me stand out. So those kinds of aspects to your um, application will really help you 
get that extra foot in where the interviewers will be intrigued by your story. They want to listen more to what you have to say. So definitely include those kinds of things, as well as what I mentioned before in the past, making sure you have as much of a robust background. So did you do research? Did you look a job? Did you do an extracurricular? Did you volunteer, et cetera? Right. It kind of sounds like it's all about how you frame it and how you sell the activity. Absolutely. Pre-med students can be overwhelmed by all the different activities they can do to enhance their activities section. What kind of activities are valued by medical schools? Is it clinical research and experience? What kind of things should you be including? I will say this with the most passion because this is exactly what I did. Do things that are interesting to you. It does not matter as much anymore whether or not you had a thousand clinical hours versus if you had a hundred clinical hours. It'll help a lot if you have a job in the clinical realm, but a lot of students who are applying straight through don't have time to work a full-time job in the clinical realm before they even get in. They're applying junior year. It's their junior into senior summer. By the time their application is reviewed, there's no time for you to work a full-time job. So it's not as important as it used to be potentially for you to have to shadow for such extensive periods of time. But when you're trying to consider which things you should and shouldn't do, really try to hone in on what's important to you. Is research important to you? Then go for those research opportunities. Is research not important to you? Then maybe consider just doing a small amount of research if you're really trying to just get your feet wet and see what it's like. But it's not like not doing research is the worst thing in the world. Because I will say that people do research in random things or they do no research at all and they're still getting You don't need to publish a paper. You don't need to co-author seven things before getting into medical school. I will say that I did some research while I was in college, but I ended up doing research in like bugs, insects, that kind of thing. So my research applied very minimally to anything that I'd ever use in the medical industry. That's like an important thing to consider is you don't need to just go for research or do a clinic job where you're seeing patients 40 hours a week for an entire summer. Do what's important to you. Do you want to work with an NGO that's out of the country? Sure. Consider doing that. Does it not even have to do with health? That's fine. You could do social justice activities and dip more into the like history type realm of or anthropology type realm of things that's great just make sure you're showing how dedicated and compassionate you are to this activity or this organization because the real thing that matters when you're applying to medical school is your dedication and determination to the organizations and tasks that you fulfill when you apply to medical school you're showing them look these are all of the things i accomplished and achieved while i did these extracurriculars or while i did research that's fine or while i worked a clinic job because i took some gap years and had time that's great but at the same time just really make sure that you are passionate enough about it, that you can talk extensively about it, because they will ask you these things during your interviews. Oh, I saw you did this NGO in Bolivia, which is something I did. Could you tell me a little more about it? And then you can tell them a little blurb about what the organization does, tell them blurb about what you did as part of the organization, your successes, because if you're just doing things to do it, there are plenty of people I know that just kind of did research just to check off the box that they did research, became an EMT just to check off the box that they were doing something clinical, blah, blah, blah. They joined some organization to check off a box and then they hated it or they barely participated in activity because they did it just to check off a box. Do not do that. Really hone in on what you're interested in, what you're particular about, and consider that to be the most important aspect of what kind of activities and extracurriculars to do. Right. So also when you get, you know, clinical research, right? A lot of students do clinical research. And don't be afraid, you know, if you don't publish a paper, you know, if you don't even get right up in the authors, that's okay. Most medical students don't, don't even be worried about it. I would try to get a TA experience, right? I was a bio 203 TA for a long time. So um, that's like a really good 
foot in the door because essentially that's essentially what you're going to be doing. So I would say that in some kind of community service, doesn't have to be a lot, but something that you're involved in. And then obviously your hobby, because that's super important that they know you're a well-rounded student. The clinical, the research, community service, something that shows that you can be a leader, because obviously medicine is all about that as well. So that's kind of the cookie cutter. Like I said, every pre-med student is different. Someone can do this, someone could do that, but what makes you stand out? You really want to do something that makes you stand out. To compare um, the activity section on the medical school application and college applications, leadership positions and the time that you spend doing an activity is heavily valued for college admissions. Do you feel it's the same for medical school or admissions officers looking for activities that demonstrate depth or leadership? Let me be very frank. I think your GPA and your MCAT is probably the most important, right? So that's what you're going to be screened on. And then all these other activities are like the cherry on the cake. You can be like the president of every club on campus. If your GPA and MCAT are not going to be up to par, you're really not going to have a chance of getting into med school. So I would say it's balance, right? So you want to balance your activities, you know, maintain a good balance, but don't have an MCAT that is kind of on the low side, right? You kind of want to balance it out, right? You don't have to be president of every club on campus. Pick something, stay with something. So commitment, something really big on medical school applications is perseverance, right? Dedication, because obviously you have four brutal years, something like that, right? Maintain a balance, but also make sure that GPA and MCAT is super strong, because essentially that's what they're looking for. Everything else is just going to benefit you going further. But if you can't get that GPA or in the MCAT, you're not even going to get screened in. So there's going to be no further interview, no place for you to talk about these things. That's super important because some students think they need to do everything in it, everything and anything they can get their hands on. That's not true. Make sure you do it. Yes, but make sure you balance the plate right and really focus on what's really important, which in med school, yes, the activities are important. Same thing with residency applications, but if you don't get that scores, unfortunately, that's a little bit of a game over. So focus on academics and clubs and everybody else comes second. So when I was mentioning earlier about trying to have a robust application, this is one of the things you might want to consider or when you're deciding which organization activity to join. It doesn't matter if you immediately climb to the ranks of captain or leadership position, so long as you show that you're determined, you've been intrigued in this activity, interested in this organization. Because at the end of the day, like some organizations only have like one or two leaders and like one or two cabinet members. You know, there's like four people total. And then there's like a thousand people that are part of the organization. You have a harder chance of becoming the president of that organization than you did to get into like an Ivy League school. The odds of you getting to be in charge of that organization is slim to none. I think what's more important in those circumstances is just making sure you show how dedicated you are. If you're there just as much as the president is, where you're going to all the meetings or you're volunteering with students or children every week, and specifically for my school, we we could learn how to drive like the vans that they would allow you to take off campus in order to go volunteer with local organizations that required a 
class that you had to take. And so you could include, yeah, I had to take this class in order to learn how to drive a van so that I could participate more in the activities the organization was supposed to. That would show determination, true leadership skills. Even though you weren't the president, you were still taking initiative and really trying to help the organization get things done. That would mean a lot toward your medical school application if you can't do something like a leadership position. Sure, leadership positions are great to have because as physicians, doctors, you're going to need to be a leader. You're not going to be able to just turn and mainly listen to what someone else tells you because eventually once you're in attending, you're in charge of yourself. You're in charge of your own decisions. Sure, residents will make a lot of decisions on their own, but they usually have people to bounce ideas off of in case. But once you're in attending, a lot of the decisions come from your own perspective. Sure, you can, again, talk to other attendings, talk to a chief, but it's really your world now that you're going to be controlling all the decisions being made in your clinic, especially if you work in private practice and not a hospital setting. You might not have six other doctors to be able to quickly ask, do you think I should do this X, Y, Z? So those leadership positions where you're able to quickly think on your feet, they work great, but it's not the end of the world if you're joining organizations where you're still showing how dedicated you are, still participating weekly, doing a lot of hours of extracurriculars without having the leadership position. Alex, I know that you and Frankie both took gap years. How did you put in the activities that you did while you were taking a gap year? Yeah, so those activities go in the activity section, but also a lot of medical schools on their secondary applications will have a space where it says, did you take a gap year? You tick off yes, and then you list what you did during the gap year. Depending on who you are, you can have a gap year, and that's perfectly fine if you are doing something active. As long as you have things that you did during the gap year, not a problem. Again, like I mentioned in the past, you do want to include what you've done in terms of, oh, these are important activities I've done because medical schools do want to make sure that you're not just kind of like sitting on your butt at home or that you just took two years off just to study for an MCAT and that's it. You are competing against students for medical school admissions that really did just sit on the couch and studied four months in a row for an MCAT, did nothing else. And then now they're scoring super high on their MCAT, but they have nothing to say for the rest of their application for why they took that gap year. Make sure that you're doing something to keep yourself busy, to show you're dedicated to medical school. And it doesn't even have to be a medical industry activity. The real world is a thing. Some people move home to their you know, middle of upstate New York, and they just have to find a job to be able to help support their family. That's still a thing. Being able to show that you worked a job and then still were able to apply to medical school, still were able to finish your MCAT, still important. So in terms of trying to consider what to include, what not to include, include things that you work or any, any like major jobs you did during gap years, because that'll be important in terms of showing you're able to maintain a schedule, you're able to put in a good amount of hours per week. And it also shows that you're a hard worker trying to make a living, especially if you had to pay your own rent or things like that. Being able to show that you've matured where now you're paying bills because yes, believe it or not, some people don't have to work. Their parents make enough money where they just kind of live wherever and they just kind of study. So yes, you're competing against some students like that. So remember, even if you work a job, it doesn't matter. That is important towards your application. If you weren't as economically advantaged, I guess you could say, that's still important to show in your application. Like, look, I worked two jobs. Me personally, Frankie Matos, I worked two jobs in order to fund my application. I included that I worked at the hospital. However, I would tell interviewers I worked jobs. Here's a good caveat as to what to include, what not to include. I worked by driving Uber. It's still important because it's a, a second job. It shows that I was working a lot of hours during the week. However, 
However, that's something that I don't think is as important to say, okay, this is like one of my activities. If you want to include it as I work jobs and then maybe include a portion of your gap years as like a jobs section, that's one thing. Because I mentioned you could try to cluster things and then explain all the different things you did under that category. But something like driving Uber, it's more of to show I'm hardworking and dedicated and I can spend all these hours rather than this is important towards my application. That's something that I would tell my interviewers or maybe write down on a small little secondary if necessary, if they ask these kinds of questions. But it's not something that I would include on my primary application. So when you're considering it, make sure you're including your jobs and maybe try to filter out your jobs if necessary. Or if you need to explain why you took on a certain job or role, that's also something to consider too. And then from there, activities or extracurriculars, again, kind of like when I was mentioning in high school or through college, make sure you're only including the things that you genuinely participated in while you were in your gap years. Because to say that you did XYZ organization, but that you technically stopped when you were a senior and then you just kind of like sent one email during your gap year is not really a great thing to include because sure, you can say that you did something, but you won't be able to talk extensively about it. Because if they ask one follow-up question about like, oh yeah, like what kinds of things did you do during your gap year for this organization? You have nothing to talk about. And you're going to have to start making up stories on the fly if you're going to try to cover your tracks. Make sure that when you're filtering what to include, what not to include, it's things that took up a significant portion of time. And a significant portion of time can be just two weeks, but make sure that it's something that's important for your application, took up some time, and definitely include things like jobs or extracurriculars that you continue doing during your gap year. Or if you got other degrees or pieces of education, those are also definitely things to include as well. Because there are many students who take a technical year off to apply to medical school, but they're actually going and getting like a one-year master's degree or doing some other sort of schooling. And so on paper, it kind of looks like a gap year because you graduated college, but you're still actually attaining a master's degree. It's definitely something to both. Look, I continued education even during a gap year. I now have a master's in public health or something. So that's definitely something to show off as well. So right now, if you guys are applying to med school, I would start writing the 15 activities. So this would be a good time to start planning, writing the 15 activities. If there are freshmen listening, I would make a journal and start writing the dates, how many hours, your supervisor, everything, document everything, because in the end, you're going to thank yourself for doing this. Thank you, Alex and Frankie, for coming on and sharing your expertise. And we hope that you guys will listen into our next episode.